0: And we're back, MMA Lock Talk, episode Thirty Three zero. It is September 29th, it is a Thursday, nice and sunny day outside here in Toronto, went for a nice walk earlier today, walk slash hike, I guess hike needs to be more strenuous to be called a hike. Whereas what I was walking was a very long path in the wilderness, so I'm gonna say it. It was a very long walk that I enjoyed with my, with my little guy Alfred. Um, fun times, soaking up the best of the weather as I can before it turns into uh, snow out there. You know, what I mean it's, it's pretty much fall. We're far, starting to dip below the 20 Celsius uh range you know sweater weather is my favorite when it's still nice and sunny outside but there's a little bit of a chill that you can just throw on a throw on a sweater and still be okay that's my favorite weather so today my favorite type of weather i needed to go outside i needed to touch grass like they say um and just taking taking the taking the fresh air um A couple things right off the jump there I wanted to talk about. Well, one thing in particular, but I'm going to wait for a couple more people to hop in here before I actually get to talking. As always, appreciate everybody that's checking out the show. There was no show yesterday. Uh, I ended up recording my podcast and I had a guest spot to do as well later that day. And uh, I remember I believe it was last week or the two weeks before that i um i uh, I almost lost my voice. I mean, i I felt the the stresses of doing so much content in a week. So I'm like, you know what? i'm I'm gonna skip out on the lock talk yesterday so that I could say my voice, do the guest spot, do my own podcast. And then today I have the lo- uh, this show, and then I have propping you up later this evening with Cody. And then tomorrow, just the Ultimate Wayne Show. And then next week, uh, no event at all. So uh, we'll only be doing the Lock Talk. Don't need to do Lock Cast or anything like that. Uh, I'll be doing the Deadlock Podcast with Clint. It's always fun to do. So, yeah, anybody that was waiting under the log talk yesterday, I apologize. <gasps> what are, where are these yawns coming from? <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I feel. I feel tired, but I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I got a uh, legitimate sleep. Regardless, um... Yeah, the lock dropped last night. So if you guys are looking for my thoughts on this weekend's card, that's where you guys can find it. And then if you guys want to hear my thoughts from a props perspective, I'll be doing that with my guy, Cody, at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. So uh, four hours from now, I'll be going live on the All-Star to do that show with my boy. Also, I kind of, I finally, you know, I to this morning was like the first time I felt, physically smaller uh than i felt in a while like weight wise and all that and it is a further testament to just eating like eating better but also eating smarter in a sense of uh not eating until i'm like full and like bursting at the seams i mean like i i felt like i used to do that a lot but for like the last three four maybe five months i've been eating a little bit better in terms of Making sure I'm not gorging and shit or, or fucking midnight snacking and all that. Um, and I weighed myself and I'm 12 pounds lighter than I was the last time I tracked myself, which I believe was in April. 12 pounds lighter. Pretty, pretty solid feet. You know I mean, without even knowing that I'm doing it. But now, uh, you know, it's given me that further motivation to, you know, get the, the, the exercise part of it down properly and try to expedite this even more. So uh, I know those first 20, 30, Ish pounds or whatever probably come off the easiest, uh, but then just sticking with it is probably the best. So uh looking forward to doing that as well. So physically speaking, your boy's feeling good. Let's just put it that way. Your boy's feeling good. Um, and again, it's 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 something that I did without even knowing it, and it's just a or not even knowing it in a sense that I didn't realize it would affect my weight as much as it did. But I was just like, There's no need to eat till I'm full every single time. So working out in terms of as best as that. Um, the thing that I wanted to touch on right off the jump. Um, now everybody is entitled to their own opinion, right? That's why we have free speech. That's why people can make their own YouTube channels, that's why people can make their own social media platforms and just say whatever the hell they want to say, talk about whatever the hell they want to talk about. Um It is so surprising to me how many people are up in arms about the UFC not. Um, the, the, the Sorry, it's it's surprising to me the amount of people that are up in arms and pissed off about the UFC not having media or public at the event this weekend. It makes no sense to me like they are run into this this weird notion of saying oh you know the media guys aren't going to get paid for this weekend and uh it's a blasphemy that the ufc is doing this how could they keep media out like it's one event people it's one event that they're doing it for and from what i've heard it's something just like you know something they just want to do Yeah, you know, i mean it's it's again it's not to keep media out to uh, to keep them from covering the sport or keep them from covering something uh, controversial that may occur. It's one fucking event, folks. What is this tearing down the UFC uh, for one thing that they're trying out? Like, again, I think they're going to announce in the next day or two here, but like, It's nothing crazy. Like, it's not Zuckerberg renting out the Apex. It's not the UFC trying to keep the media out because they don't want them to cover some shit. It's nothing fishy at all. Why are we getting up in arms about the UFC not letting them into one event? They've had 500-plus events, 600 events now in their history, and this is, like, the only time they've ever kept media out, even during a fucking pandemic. They let media in. Cool your jets, folks. Cool your jets. It's one event, and they're doing it for a special reason. I'm sure it's going to go back to normal after this weekend. It's one thing that they want to try out. Let them try it. It's their fucking company. They can do as they please. And no, the media is not going to lose out of money because they're not going to be able to go to the event. They can still cover the event as if they normally would cover the event. I'm sure like for for the media, whatever the fuck the media thing afterwards, they can just Skype in like they were doing, uh, you know, for for a lot of the media during the, the COVID era as well. The guys that couldn't make it there in person, they're allowed to kind of Skype in and Zoom in. I'm sure they'll do that for the post-fight press conference. It's one event. Chill. Like I'm... Like, I'm seeing Instagram posts of people being like, I'm, oh, how could they? This is atrocious. This is a spit in the face of freedom of speech and blah, 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 and general journalist integrity. Chill the fuck out, dog. Chill the fuck out. Media gets paid whether they go to the actual event or they cover it from their fucking laptop, from their room. That there is no claim or no merit to that argument. And then in terms of the, you know, the, yeah, it's it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It it just got me fired up because I saw so many other people fired up about it as well. Like I I really think it's it's literally this one event because of something that's going to be happening during that event. That's all it is. Nothing else. So chill guys. Chill. Now, if now if this is a pattern that they start doing, right? Like if this is a pattern of the next event, the next event is an apex event too, right? You uh, October fifteenth, that's the next one after this weekend. If they do it for that event as well, then we have something to be suspect about. Then we have something to be, you know, uh, to to worry about. But I, from what I heard, it is one uh, one event thing that they're going to be doing. That's it. All right, let's see. Now that I got that out of the way, let's see what the chat is saying here. Jake Newecker in the chat saying, Long John season October to March. Yes, sir. Us uh, Northeasterners know all about that. JSJ23 saying, One UFC card in the span of three weeks feels very old school. That is correct. I don't mind it, but you know, the fan in me is just itching for another card. Great that Bellator is on this weekend. Also, depending on the time that I can carve out between now and Friday night, I'm going to try to do a quick Bellator breakdown video. It won't be the whole card. It will be a couple of matchups uh, in terms of the odds intriguing me enough to want to actually look into the fights and break it down for you guys. So rather than just keeping my notes and my research to myself, I'll do my best to share it with you guys with a, a, a Bellator breakdown as well. No promises, no promises. I still got a lot to do between now and Friday evening, but if I can squeeze in some quality Bellator tape, I'll try to drop a breakdown for you guys as well uh, for that card. No promises, though. Aiden Smosing. What up, Locke? Pump for propping up tonight. Thank you, brother. I'm always excited to do that card with my, uh, or that show with my guy, Cody. Aaron, reminding you guys, give your boy a like. Hit that thumbs up. Aiden, appreciate the love. Corey Singh. Costa Castaneda Saturday let's go Uh, Costa Violence and uh, I'm on the other side of Castaneda sorry Corey good luck to you my friend don't have podcast I'll be slatting in your DM soon enough my friend Jake Newecker saying bro I'm telling if you want to lose weight without thinking about grueling cardio get a heavy bag best cardio and it's fun too helps me a lot I do have a bag in the garage so uh, it's something that I invested in last year um, but yes, I do very much enjoy hitting the heavy bag as well. Adams was saying, Yeah, I don't know why everyone's upset about it. Not a crazy event whatsoever, too. Exactly. JSJ saying it's one event now. We have no idea how many times it could happen. Again, it's it's one event. Once you guys find out what it is, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. You're not gonna be all up in arms about it. JSJ saying, Lock, you can't say it's nothing fishy when you don't actually know the reason yet. Um pretty sure i know the reason i just can't say anything about it right now uh don't tap saying i don't give a fuck i agree Corey's saying yeah i agree this is just a start but i bet it's going to start happening more often i'd I'd be surprised if it starts happening more often i think it's literally just a one-time thing jake's saying ufc denied my 281 credentials so hopefully they ban media there too (laughs) sorry jake you know msg is always a big one you know they, uh, y- you know what the deal is. I love you. Uh, looks like we got a nice little troll in here, so let me just get rid of them real quick. Uh, what else did I miss here? JSJ saying your boy area had a rant about it, and I agree with him. Not fair that the fighters. Find out a few days out and get no say in this uh, but what what does it change really for them? yeah you know I mean, like they're still gonna go out there and fight whatever's happening is not gonna ex- affect their fight directly. They're already fighting in the apex, which is not that many people already in there, so what's what's it less a couple fans and media like i don't I don't get it again, it's yeah. Don't tap saying if people care that much, tell them to do- donate to their local MMA media channel. That too. Uh, Sean saying, what do you think of the Dern Yan fight over two and a half line? I don't see anyone finishing that early. I don't know, man. Uh, I I kind of do like violence there. Maybe not two and a half though. Um, but I could see you know a possible Dern finish on the mat, or even Yan just batters her enough on the feet. Now, obviously, Rodriguez battered Dern on the feet, and Dern was able to survive twenty five minutes for some reason i just feel like yan just has that little extra pop in her shots um she doesn't really have too many knockouts on her record as of late to to validate that but she also has 25 minutes to touch up during on the feet here so i agree with you though like if there is a finish it'll likely happen over that two and a half mark but i don't have too much confidence on it myself Falcons 2404 saying, when are you talking predictions for this Saturday? I've already dropped my podcast for it, my friend. Uh, Go onto my channel, go to my videos, and it should be the second last video that's up there now called the MMA Lockcast, Dern versus Yan. But I've already posted it. I posted it last night, so check that out. Corey saying, just another way of control, similar to the government and vaccines, I believe. (laughs) You guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. Uh Aiden saying what you think about the uh, nickel versus pickup booking. Thought they were gonna give Nico someone a bit better for his debut. I- I'm sure they're gonna bring him in nice and slowly, honestly. Like honestly speaking, this is a good step up for him from Donovan Beard. Like taking those steps up in competition is the way that they should go with Bo Nickel. There's no reason to rush this kid, right? He's 26 years old. This will be his third professional MMA fight if I'm not or fourth professional MMA fight. And again, they're doing it pretty soon. It's in December, right? So, no need to rush him. I don't mind it. Aiden saying, Bet you they'll make uh, Rose S. Jr. versus JP Bays for his debut. That'd be great. I'd love to see that. That'd be a great fight. Juicy J saying, They're obviously never going to do it for events on the road. Who cares if it happens at the Apex? Again, it's one time. It's one time. Uh is saying better late than ever. Hope everyone is having a good day. Appreciate you stopping by. AWMD in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by as well, my friend. Uh, no family allowed sucks if that's the case. But otherwise, the real problem is the apex in general. Um, again, it's I don't think it makes a difference. They're already fighting in front of like nobody. Don't tap saying cast all day, brother. Third or by decision at plus 210. I don't mind that line. It's better than his chalky money line. I'll say that. Uh, what's with this? Uh, always got the trolls in here. Hey, I, I in terms of talking about my height, I don't give a fuck. Five foot five, all it all it is. But when you come at it, come at it with such uh, vitriol and that type of intention, that's when you get the boot. That's all I gotta say. Uh, JSJ saying these fighters on Saturday will be the only ones all year that. I- get no teammates or family in the building to support them. Not the end of the world, but they're getting a rough deal here. Ah. Again, I, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. Um I don't think they're worried that much either. At least I I haven't seen fighters voice that they're they're pissed off about it. Um and at the end of the day, they're the ones that go in there by themselves to do the do that fight. They have the coaches in the corner. It's all they need. It insane. seems like the debut matchups are more, e- much more easy for this season of Contender Series crop than previous seasons. Well, you're getting the Amadovskis, right? You're getting the fucking Jamie Pickett's. Uh, There's another fighter that comes to mind uh, that seems to always be fed to the uh, Andreas Mihalaitis was always fed like these uh, monster debuts or Contender Series prodigies and shit. Seems like a solid start place to start, honestly. Let's see. Jake saying, Do you worry about Yan slowing down? Rod Rodriguez outstruck her 48 to 12 in the third round, I believe. That is something that is in the back of my mind. But I'm wondering how it's going to be when she's fighting somebody like Dern compared to Rodriguez, who was able to match her with the striking, right? Um, and again, plus 190 is not too bad of a line. Plus 200 now is what you can get on her as well, considering the type of striking disadvantage that we're going to see during that in this fight. Um, it, again, it, it is a slight bit of concern. I, I definitely can see that angle as well. JSJ is saying, on another note, a lot of fighters were pissed that they added Nickel and Rosas to the UFC 4KBS. It's weird that they chose to go about it that way by adding... Uh, by getting um by by getting contender series fighters on it, you know I think there was a lot of hype on this season for some reason. It got way more eyeballs than it normally does. Like I was paying attention more to it this season more than I was prior seasons. So maybe they just thought they could capitalize on it by by taking advantage of some of the guys that are getting a lot of hype from the contender series. Bo Nickel and Rose S. Juniors being the, the main ones. um But yeah, there's a lot of guys on the roster they still need to add. Very weird that they just decided to go with those guys. Lajon Dream in the chat. Appreciate the love. Juicy J saying, bro, Bo is 3-0. Who do you want him to fight? It's a better business move to build his name up and maximize on big matchups. Exactly. Not just that, but you want to maximize on his social media push, right? Like you want to maximize on him slowly but surely. You don't want to feed him to the top right away. You want to get those highlight reel finishes. You want to get those social media engagements. You want to get those extra followers. Get him even bigger as well before we feed him to a top guy, where he might end up losing, and then you miss out on your opportunity of taking advantage of that uh, uh, of that 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 spark that you have with him. Sean Bird is saying, "What was your overall record on contender series this season? Not bets, just picks. I went uh, 32 of 17, I believe." I went, uh, let me pull it up here. In terms of predictions. uh, I usually track it in my contender series breakdown videos. uh, The description, at least. So before the last event, I was 24 and 16. I believe I ended up going... Sorry, this didn't this didn't include the first two weeks where I didn't pay attention. So that's why I have less than you there. But uh I went one one and one, two and one, three and one, four and one. I went four and one on the last episode. So I ended 28 and 17. 28 and 17. Uh Detective Allen saying y'all talk about Saruken versus Demir yet. Also haven't been able to catch a live lock in a while. Good to be back. Appreciate the love, my friend. That's a great fight. That is a great fight. We need to shout out his manager or both their managers because they it's the same management company that they represent. Um, so I know that they were reluctant in wanting to put that matchup together because it's two hot prospects that they have on their roster. Um, but given that nobody really wanted to fight these guys, Sarukian was re- yelling for the rooftops to get RDA. RDA moving up to welterweight, fighting Brian Barbarena now. Um, Demirs Magulov struggling to fight opponents as well. So they had to line them up together. <clears throat> Get them, uh, you know, give, keep them busy. Get them a dub. One of them, unfortunately, have to take a loss. But, yeah, I love, I love the fight. You know, I lean Saruki in there a tad bit. But Demir is no slouch either. I'd be interested to see what the odds are there. Coripo saying, what makes you take Santos over Castaneda? He hasn't won a fight in three years and got smoked by Arce, his only UFC fight. Uh, you're acting like Arce sucks. Arce is not bad. Arce is a great striker. Um, you know, there's a reason Arce has a 69% striking defense rate. Um, you know, I'm 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 in, I'm very impressed with Daniel. Or sorry, uh, uh, Julio Arce. Daniel Santos had a solid uh, run on the regional scene. Um, you know, you want to say he hasn't won a fight in three years because he's been he only had one fight in three years. So like, I I think that that argument holds no merit considering he wasn't busy during that time. Um, he's had some very stiff competition on the regional scene where he's looked very good against those guys as well. And just giving his striking style and how he takes command of his uh, of the striking room against his opponents, I don't think it fair as well as for Jonathan Castaneda. Castaneda was losing his fight against Eddie Wineland before he ended up knocking him out. Daniel Santos, by all accounts, seems to have very good durability and does a good job of staying on his opponent, pressuring his opponent, throwing output, and I think that's going to cause Castaneda some issues. Castaneda may go to his wrestling, But watch the regional tape on Daniel Santos. This guy has some damn good takedown defense, and he has great cardio to back it up as well. Plus 160, no-brainer bet for me there. JSJ saying UFC wouldn't be putting on cards this week if they had arenas to sell out this fall. They're phoning it in for the rest of the year. Uh, what, What are they doing? They're doing Abu Dhabi. They're doing Orlando in December. They're doing MSG in November. Yeah, and then I believe the rest are Apex events. Finesse God saying O'Malley subs Yan. That's a hot, hot take. Very hot take there. um uh, <laughs> There's just some real weirdos out there. <laughs> real weirdos out there is all I gotta say. And not not my guy, don't tap podcast, just some other folks that continue to troll run into your whatever. Uh five-five as long as your womb's down damn trolls. <laughs> Hey, I wasn't blessed with the best uh, vertical jeans, especially coming from an Indian family. I am the second tallest in my family. My brother is like five seven, five eight at most. Is what it is. Juicy J saying, "Do you think this will be the last year of Tough?" Seems like the way better talent is coming from Contenders, and they're signing them for less money. Uh, I think they're always going to do Tough. They feel indebted to Tough for some reason. Um, yeah. Like, like the reason Tough got them into the mainstream, I think that's the reason they're just going to continue to hold on to them, hoping that eventually they'll be able to strike that fire once again to, to get the mainstream back onto their side for Ultimate Fighter, but I'm over it. I don't think it's going anywhere. JSJ saying, Osprey is fighting for the title in November and isn't in the game. Yes, that is wild. That man needs to be in the game. They better get him in the game before November as well. Robot Chicken Wings in the chat. Appreciate the loves. Uh, JSJ saying is opening as a minus. 225 favorite over Izmagulov. I think that's a little bit wide, personally. I like Izmagulov, but... Oh, sorry, I like saruki but that line is way too wide. JSJ saying, how would you line up Makachev versus Volkanovski fight? Very good chance it could happen in 2023. Uh, I'd probably say... I think Makachev would be the slight favorite given the size advantage he'd be at. Um... I'd say, I'd probably say the same line that we're currently getting right now. Like anywhere about minus 140 ish to minus 150 Islam, especially if he goes out there and dominates Charles Oliveira. didn't saying McKee is a solid parlay piece this weekend. Never been high on Spike. Spike is a wild man. I mean, McKee should beat him, but let's not forget he's going up a weight class here and, uh, you know, trying to get comfortable at, uh, at this weight class. So Spike is, is a tough guy to look good against. I'm not touching that that juice myself. Juicy J saying Barzola, Pico, McKee, and Borix. Um, I, again, haven't looked into it. Don't want to talk out of my ass personally. Francesca saying, yeah, I'm using Pico and McKee with UFC plays. Jeremy Kennedy's not that bad, you know. What I mean, don't look over Jeremy Kennedy because he could make it. Uh, he could make it rough for Pico. Sanson saying Pico will probably win, but that line is way too wide. Exactly my thinking as well. Corey Hippo saying anybody that's lost to Keller twice ain't that good. I, I disagree. That was earlier in Arce's career as well. Like, are you dismissing uh, pretty much all of Arce's wins? Dan Ige, Julian Rosa, Andre Ewell, Daniel Santos, you know, I don't know. Kelleher in 2016 versus that Arce, you know, Arce was 25 years old. He's 32 now. Only coming up short against the best competition. Again, striking wise, Julio RSA is better than John Castaneda. No doubt about it in my mind. Striking wise. That's what it comes down to for me. It Smosa and give me Nico versus Jordan Wright next. <laughs> I think Jordan Wright has a matchup coming up. Let's let's let that guy get that over with first. Uh, Jj saying, really don't feel good about Pitbull's chance against Borix. size discrepancy is huge and he's already eyeing up 135. Yeah, um, you know, Boric's is live here as well, in my opinion. Fun fight. Um, yeah, I, I want to look into that one personally. That's one of those ones that I have circled that I want to look into don't tap saying pressures him and matadors him when he needs to will start to pull away mid through the fight as santos gets sloppier and less precise with the shots uh i i don't know about castaneda pressuring like i think he was able to pressure johns because johns you know he, one he seemed to be scared to be shooting his own takedowns and two castaneda was just way more active than him had way better cardio than miles johns as well but if you look at the other fights of castaneda i Usually, he's the one getting pressured. And Daniel Santos is usually the one putting pressure on his opponents. So if Castaneda can show the same striking defense that Julio Arce was able to, then I agree with you. But I don't think that he'll be able to. I think he'll be eating most of those shots. And I think with him being on the back foot for the majority of that fight, likely won't fare well for him uh, with the judges either. Juicy J J says feel like Boric might put Pitbull out. That's a possibility too. Aiden Small saying, did you happen to catch Jillian sub on Invicta last night? Beautiful RNC, big underdog too. I did catch the highlights. It looked good to me. Congrats to her. I saw she was a big underdog as well. Shout out to anybody that cashed on that. Jay, State, Jay saying, do you favor Nickel today over any ranked guys? Um, there's there's a handful of guys. I feel like I answered this question to, You know, after Nickel had his first win on the contender series. Uh, but let me just pull up the uh, middleweights here. Uh, number 15, Chris Curtis. I think he beats him. Number 14, Brad Tavares. I think he beats him. Number 13, Dricus Duplessis. I think he beats him, but I'm interested to see how he deals with the power and strength of Duplessis. I think he beats Imavov. Number 12. I think he beats Gassam. Number 11. Number 10, Munez could be interesting considering Munez's jiu prowess. I think he beats number nine, Darren Till. Number eight, Jack Hermanson. That's where it starts to get tough for him, right? That's when the the cookie starts to get much tougher to to get to. Um, Hermanson, Strickland, Costa, Brunson, Pereira, Vittori, Cannonier, Whitaker, Adesanya. Like, those are the guys um, I, I think we could potentially see him struggle with. But that's why we have to see him take these slow steps up in competition to truly judge how good he could actually be. So, Yeah. The, the the picket fight is a perfect matchup for him first. Lajon Dream saying, Rosas Jr. got in the game. LOL, so many ranked fighters missing. Exactly. Lajon Dream saying, Need a legend strike force Nick Diaz character in the game too. They should definitely do that. Definitely do that. Sanson saying, We just need UFC 5 at this point. The game is super outdated, but that won't happen for at least another two years knowing EA. Yeah, they're too busy shuffling out their other sports games on a yearly basis, not caring too much about the UFC. And saying nickel versus Pickett opening line, minus 1,800, we get some straight boxing lines with nickel. Wow. Crazy. Like, at a certain point, you're going to have to start taking sprinkles on those crazy lines because his ceiling is coming eventually. I'm not saying Jamie Pickett is the one, but it's going to be coming eventually. Oslo Dreams Dream saying, I heard there were rumors that UFC 5 is coming next summer. Interesting. GSJ saying, you think March is the earliest we could see Jones fight? Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I'd say March. March, April, probably. Ugh, man, it, it literally hurts my heart talking about John Jones. That guy had so much goddamn promise to be one of the greatest of all time. Skill-wise, he probably still is. But, man, like from a star point, like from a superstar standpoint, this guy had so much that he could have touched on. But, nope. Wasting away the last almost three years now just sitting on the sidelines. Crazy. Sean Bitter saying, what do you think about a tough season of top amateur fighters when he gets a development deal from the UFC? Uh, I don't I don't think that would sell, or sorry, not sell. I don't think that would do that well, personally. Like, if it's something that they put straight up on YouTube or, uh, YouTube or Fight Pass, then maybe. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, I think, like, they need Conor McGregor again. Remember when he uh, coached against uh, Uriah Faber? Like He would need that type of star to be a coach on the season for anybody to be interested in. Heck, Amanda Nunes and Juliana Pena just did it, and nobody gave a fuck. And they, nobody, I didn't even know it was on until there were already two episodes into it. And I'm a diehard fan. They did a horrible job marketing it. I think it's dead in the water, but they're going to continue to do it. Tristan saying, glad fights are back this week. Only one week, then another week off, so as much as you can this week, Tristan. Lajon on Dream saying Eric Andre shows coded. Shout out Eric Andre. Uh, Tristan saying you think Nickel runs to pick it in one minute again, or maybe close to a full round this time. I think it might take him a little bit longer this time around. Um. Yeah, but he should be able to run through him. If Kyle Dargas was able to run through. Jamie Pickett, Bo Nickel, if he's as good as everybody's making him out to be, should be able to run over him as well. Don't Tap saying, perfect matchup. I agree. Corey saying, Lady in Montana thought she shot a wolf, skinned and gutted it, and it turned out being someone else's dog. That's how I feel if Castner loses. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love that analogy. Lajon Dream saying, Nicky is his character right now. Reflects his last fight against Robbie, so he's kind of hard to use. Ouch. JSJ saying we still don't know how Nichols wrestling holds up over a few rounds. His striking already looks polished, though. Uh, I'm. It's hard to say that his striking looks polished when all he's ever really done is just like take guys down. Um, I've seen the little bit of striking he has done in between those takedowns, but I still don't feel like we have a good enough read on how good his striking actually is. And my big question, Mark, and you've already just touched on it, JSJ, is the uh, the cardio. Like, how does it hold up if he can't get the guy out there immediately? Marcus Williams in the chat saying, I think Bo Nichols' fighting style is a bad matchup for Jamie Pickett. He had one of the worst performances at UFC 276. Yeah, Pickett looked like shit. JSA saying, after betting GM3 against Shamayab, I'm just going to sit back and wait until these prospects make the top five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. King of NPCs saying, Brad Tavares, no way. You think Tavares beats Bo Nickel? Maybe. You know, maybe. I think it's actually going to be a tougher matchup than I than I initially thought. But yeah. Rod Trog saying, Bo Nickel would first round sub or KO picket probably. Michael swim saying, uh, John Jones could have been the Michael Jordan of MMA. It is sad to see John drop the ball. I think you are on the nose about that, my friend. He was that good. And he was all those big sponsorships. We're starting to roll in. The Nikes, the Gatorades, and then everything slowly started to go to shit. Aiden Smose saying, saw something on one championship this morning that one going to be doing events every Friday and Saturday. Oh, sorry, Friday starting next year, broadcasting Muay Thai stadiums in Thailand, apparently. Interesting. Huh. They're really trying to take this market by storm, it seems like. Lajon Dream saying, I seen a Yahoo article that said Bo Nico going to be the LeBron James of MMA. I don't know about that. Wow. Let's slow down, folks. (laughs) Let's slow down. ZSJ saying, Do you think Bellator does a shitty job promoting their events? Uh, I think they're doing the best they can do. Like, I know, I I feel like they're doing the best they can do. Like, I'm not sure how much more they can really do. They're trying to always put on the best matchups, even if it's fucking former UFC legends facing each other in the main event. And they're fucking walking out with their walkers. Um, Yeah, very. um, They're doing the best they can. I'll give them that. Sansons Boulevard saying one's four ounce with glove Muay Thai is so fun to watch. Always produces banger fights. Yes, that's the type of Muay Thai I'll watch but I still don't watch (laughs) it. If it, you know, if I get around to it, maybe. Uh, JSJ saying best round one fighter of all time. Conor and Hamza come to mind. Uh, Randy Costa, man. Randy Costa is a phenomenal one round fighter. But yes, you're right. Conor and Hamza definitely come to mind. But like, just because he's fighting this weekend, I definitely have to mention uh, Randy Costa. Um, Other one round fighters. Man, no other ones really come to mind. Buffo saying, Locked, you'd like the new rock sneakers fighters are forced to wear? I think they look like, I think they look Walmart-ish, to be honest, if you know what I mean. Aiden Smo saying, feel like we're going to get some really solid lines to face some of the Contender Series projects. I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, luckily for Vinicius Salvador gets a very favorable matchup in his first fight against Daniel Da Silva uh, give me the violence and give me the, the, the sort of fade once again uh, Lajon Dream saying there was 400,000 people watching that one way time main event on YouTube this morning One Def has to be the second biggest promotion uh, maybe, like they just have such a stranglehold on that side of the world that I'm sure there's a large population of people watching it. I'm curious to know how many people are watching Bellator Bellator this weekend. You know, I believe in most of the countries, they actually only showed on YouTube. So I'm looking forward to seeing what their uh, live view account is as well. Corey, you saying how much is PFL charging for the pay-per-view and why are they charging? Never expected that. They're trying to make money one way or another. Um, I'm not sure how much they're charging. I'd be surprised if it's over $30. If they're expecting more than $30, they are out of their mind. And I won't even pay $30. Tristan's saying, I wonder if one could actually be the number two. Eventually they seem massive at times compared to Bellator and PFL. I think on this side of the world, it's going to be a struggle for them. And at the end of the day, it for a lot of MMA fans, it depends on what's happening on this side of the world. Um, yeah, worldwide they might have an argument, but I've always heard some weird things about like their numbers and how it's inflated and all that shit. So I don't know. JSJ saying, at what point did you give up on John Jones being the Michael Jordan of MMA? Um I think like after after uh, after he was stripped of the title. And he had to fight Daniel Cormier again, even though he won that fight. I think at that point, his, his image was damaged too much that he probably wouldn't have been able to recoup from it. And even since then, it's still gone down, down the drain, right. Um, Vacating the title, um, sitting out for three years. Like he's really burned his flame out. Remember, like if, if people remember the John Jones, Heyday, um, We were always so enamored by the fact that he was so young. But now he's 35 years old, guys. Like, he's getting up, he's getting to the tail end of being one of the better fighters. Like, just looking at his topology worldwide rankings here, he was the number one fighter in 2012. We're talking about 10 years ago. The guy was 25, and he was the number one MMA fighter of the year, number two greatest fighter of all time. Who's number one on this list? Anderson Silva, George St. Pierre. Wow. GSP, John Jones, Anderson Silva is how they have it ranked to the top three right now. I don't know how they come up with these rankings on topology. Here's top 10. Let's, let's, let's see what you guys think here. Top 10. And it doesn't look like a bad list. Honestly, GSP, John Jones, Anderson Silva, Demetrius Johnson, Habib Nurmagomedov, Jose Aldo, Fedor Emelianenko, Daniel Cormier, Stipe Miocic, Kamaru Usman. I think there's some guys you can squeeze in there eventually, but like, you know, the, the Alexander Volkanovskis, the Randy Coutures, the Matt Hughes, we, if we want to go back that far. Yeah. Vanderlei Silva, number 23, you wow. out. Tristan saying... Uh, Sorry, uh, if the odds are minus 2,000, Kayla, would you consider a dog shot on Pacheco? I feel like she's improved a lot. I just think she has her number, honestly. I'd rather just not bet on that fight than bet on it at all. But like, yes, Pacheco is getting better, but I just don't know if she'll ever be at that point where she'll be able to overcome that that strength discrepancy that Kayla will always have. Juicy J saying, Magic Marlon rice best one-minute fighter. Probably, probably. Don't Tap saying, One's Muay Thai is a must-watch. Just got to get around to it. Aiden Smoe saying, let me remind you that Sam Alfie is in UFC 4 and uh, Alex Perez, isn't. It's a travesty. Detective Allen saying, are there only four fights announced for the Grassung and card? I need one decent card to hold me over till 280. Uh, no, there's a ton of fights. Um, I'm not sure what you resource you use to check out, but go to Tapology and they have the full card listed there. There's a uh, Brandon Roy Val versus Askar Askarov is on that card as well. I think so. Lazor DreamSing, I've never seen a from stream big 50k on YouTube in my memory. It's also geo-blocked on a lot of spots as well, right? I, I guess that's the difference. Excuse me. Juicy J Singh isn't one already the number two. They get way more viewers excuse me, than me and PFL. I guess worldwide. But North America standards, I don't think one holds a candle right now to Bellator or PFL. You know, the 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 deal that they did with uh Amazon, I think is a great deal. Let's see if it actually ends up transiting into actual new fans for them though. Hype MMA in the chat saying one is always so enjoyable to watch. Getting up early is what makes it feel more special to me. I guess I gotta like circle the the calendar more for these one events. West Coast saying, PFO fucked up. I'm not paying for that. Nobody's going to pay for it. Sarab Kumar saying, why do you think the UFC pushed Sean O'Malley against Yan so fast? Do they think it's very high chance he can win a decision through three-round fight? Um, I think it was Sean who was like, yo, the, a lot of the guys that I want to fight just weren't available. And the only other guy that was lingering was Piotr Jan. So they're like, you know what? Give me Piotr Yan. It's a win-win situation for him. He wins. He's right in the title hunt right away. He loses well he lost to pure so win-win situation for him i think sean o'malley was the one that suggested it personally don't tap saying when he hit a pregnant lady with his car yes that too you know, that too Aiden saying i definitely think one's numbers are somewhat inflated but does but just judging on the quality of fights they're deaf number two and pfo tied for third interesting I got to watch more of one's fights. I, I just haven't paid enough attention. West Coast saying John Jones has still done more than anyone else. Uh, it's true. But like, again, it he could be so much bigger. Well, I was on GSP. You know what it is. Daniel saying Bo Nickel would be number one soon. Well, apparently he's the uh, LeBron James of MMA. So we'll see. Marcus Williams saying, I wish John Jones would not have vacated his 205 title and waited for Israel Sanya to beat Costa to set up Israel versus Jones' 205 title fight. That fight would have been made money. Yes, it would have, but then Jan Bojovic was all, nah, dog, not happening. <laughs> JJ saying, what's your Mount Rushmore of MMA fights based on entertainment alone? Uh, MMA fights. The best ones that come to mind right off the jump. Shogun Hua against Dan Henderson won. Um, Alexander Gustafson against uh, John Jones won. Bigfoot Silva versus Mark Hunt won. And Dong Hyung Kim versus Polo Reyes, Marco Polo Reyes. One of the craziest fights of all time. There you go. Is it four or five that you need? But I'm just going to say four. <laughs> Black M3 in the chat saying Mike Davis to win by decision. Uh, Borschev to win by KO. minus one twenty five 25 thoughts. I like it. I think those are the two win conditions for both guys. I like it. Don't tap saying that Grasso card is a low-key banger. It is. They could have had a much better, better main event, but for some reason they decided to give those two women the, the center stage. So, But the rest of the card is not that bad. Detective Allen saying LMAO. I, just, I usually just Google UFC next card, but yeah, that card outside of the headliner actually looks pretty good. Your jokes, bro. Yeah, do not trust Google with UFC next card. Tapology is the be all end all. Always search them up. You know, if you go to Tapology's uh, main page, then you go to Fight Center at the top, and then you filter by UFC events, you'll see all the scheduled UFC events that are upcoming, and you'll be able to see every single fight that's announced for that card as well. You're welcome. (laughs) West Coast saying, I think one is bigger than Felator worldwide, probably. GSJ saying we're getting five rounds of Bryce versus Evolive. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I think that's a great fight for Evolive as well. So can't wait to see what the odds are there. Atkin in the chat saying, how's it going, bro? What do you think of this? Costa, first round KO. Olenek sub, Jotko decision, Dern sub. Much appreciated. Well, I think if all of those fighters win, that's likely how they end up winning. Um, I agree with Costa, round one KO. Olenek and Latifi, I'm just... Not even bothering with my prediction was Latifi KO, but I could absolutely just see Olenek by sub just as much. Jotko by decision I love. And I'm actually picking Yan, uh, but if Dern was to win, submission is very live. So good luck, my friend. Corey saying Bryce don't need five. He'll be asleep by two. <laughs> I love it. It looks like me and Corey are on the same page there uh large on dreams and the one north american primetime card a few weeks ago was dope i missed that as well uh daniel's saying 135 45 matchmaking sugar wins title yan wins okay if Sh- sugar wins he gets the title shot if yan wins he gets marab chito versus Corey. suhudo versus holloway um i do agree with the sugar and yan outcomes uh, I do agree that Cheeto should fight Corey next, and that should likely be the number one contender fight, especially if Cheeto wins. And then Suhudo hallway I don't know what the fuck is happening with Suhudo, and I don't know if, if he's going to come back and fight at 145. So I don't like talking about Suhudo. I don't like talking about um, uh, uh, Jones. Until they legitimately have signed some something and are scheduled to fight, I'm assuming that they're not fighting anymore. Hayden Singh seems like a buy-low spot on Mike Davis this weekend. Maybe out of cage issues might linger him, though, too. Uh, Sanson saying uh, another solid card for one tomorrow night. Ooh, is it tomorrow? Daniels saying Yuri versus Glover not on Mount Rushmore. I got to watch it back again, but, like, I think a lot of people are just suffering from like recency bias with that fight. It's a great fight. Don't get me wrong. Should be on like the top 20 fights of all time list as well. But like personally, the ones that come to mind off the jump are the ones that I listed earlier. Uh, Thomas Kane saying, How much did Mark pay to rent out the Vegas event? Uh, The Apex event, take a wild guess. He did not rent it out. He did not rent it out. I know that for a fact. JSJ saying, Only boomers use Sherdog over Tapology. Bingo. Allows on Dream saying, "Oh what uh, North American prime time again? Maybe." Anthony Rivera Medina in the chat saying, "One is so much better than Bellator. More finishes, better level of fighter." I'd love to see like a one versus Bellator event. That'd be dope. Even one or sorry PFL versus Bellator that'd be dope as well. Alex e saying, "I've been sitting on this Rude Boy and Richie parlay all week. Can't wait." Uh, I like the rude boy side. I think Richie wins, but that one might be a little bit of a sweat, my friend. So good luck with that one. Akin saying, always appreciate your time and effort lock. You are always banging on contact. That matters. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. I love you. I love seeing you in here as always. Good luck this weekend. GSJ saying Eddie Alvarez wants to challenge Cheryl G, but I'd be shocked to see him back in the UFC. I would love to see that as well. Like I, I'm a big Eddie Alvarez fan. I love that guy, you know, underground King, I love that, dude. I hope he comes back to the UFC and they just give him banger fights because there's so many banger fights that you can put him in. Just bring him back. Bring him back. can saying Sanchez versus Guido was where I can never forget that fight. That was a great fight. You know, that reminds me of uh, Sanchez versus Melendez. That was a fucking sick fight too. Good call. JSJ saying the big question, Lawler versus McDonald or Lawler versus Condon? I'm going to have to watch them back again. But overall, as a fight, I think Lawler Condit was way more entertaining than Lawler McDonald. The thing is, Lawler McDonald had that wild image, right? I have the the Art of War uh, poster sitting in the back there as well of that moment where like they're just staring at each other at the ending of the fourth round. You know that just caused the whole crowd to go crazy with the fucking Red King looking all messed up the way that he did. Um, but I think overall, over five rounds, Lawler Condit probably was the more entertaining fight. I got to watch it back to truly say that, though. But I think from what I remember, I think Lollaconda was a lot funner. Tristan Tate saying, I've known Chandler since she was 18, and she's going to win. Regardless, I hope all is well. Nothing but respect from the top. G appreciate the love, my friend. <laughs> Alex saying, PFL has to be my second favorite promotion, followed by Bellator. Yeah, PFL is fun uh anthony saying, i don't like Rude boy much seems a little chinny gets rocked often well he's gonna have a big speed advantage here over trinaldo hopefully it keeps up for him jay saying thoughts on pfl going the pay-per-view route surely has to be twenty dollars or less i'd be i'm hoping it's twenty dollars or less um and i think they're only doing it because it's their championship show it's not going to work out for them it's really not pay-per-view model is dead the best thing they can do is put out a similar product to Fight Pass and then just charge people 15 bucks a month or something, 10 to 15 bucks a month to get all their content on there. Even that might be too expensive, but that would be better than trying to go pay-per-view route. Problem Kid in the chat saying what's good, everyone. Hope everyone has a blessed day. Let's cast this weekend, my boy. You know what it is. Daniel's saying Soldich versus Amosov who wins? Uh, Did Soldic sign with Bellator or he signed with one? But I'd still lean Amosov ever so slightly. Sanson saying Hawani said it would probably be $40 to $50 range. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. I'm good. (laughs) JSJ saying I wouldn't mind Ferguson as a return fight for Alvarez. Keep the legends away from the young killers. I love that fight. Look at that. That's two right there. We got Ferguson, uh Ferguson Alvarez, Alvarez Chandler, already two fights. Boom. Eddie Alvarez murders Connor in a rematch. We could do that again, too. I'm fine with that. JSJ saying 40 to 50 bucks is absolutely insane. Won't crack a thousand buys. Yes. Akin saying, why is everyone so high on Ronson this week? Uh Silva looks. Has looked very chinny over his last couple of fights. Ronson has big power in his hands. Um, that's the only issue that I see there. Um, but I'm going with violence there. I prefer violence in that fight. I think both guys can finish each other. JSJ saying RoboCop back against Tavares in three months. Surely that cut opens right back up. Is that the fight? Because that is very quick, especially after a cut like that. Yeah. Um, Interested to see the odds there too. You know, I've I've always been a fan of uh, of um, of Brad Tavares. Panda online marketing saying seems Richie is everyone's pick. Yeah, I've heard some good cases for Pena as well. I'll say that, but I am on the Richie side. No bet though. Robot chicken Wing is saying Rude Boy is going to style on Ronaldo. I agree. Problem kids saying Randy Brown took Chaos's best shot on the jaw, and recovered really fast. He's young, so he's grown into his body and chin a lot. Randy is legit as hell now. He should win this fight. I'd be surprised if he gets clipped and put out. Lajon saying Alvarez versus Nader, Nick. <laughs> Let's keep Nick out of it, Lajon. His best days are gone. We don't need to see it anymore. Detective Allen saying should Tony even fight again like he... Looked terrified of getting hit, turning his back and running against wrestling camp Nate Diaz. Yes, that was very weird as well. Uh, you know, it didn't look like he was reacting to shots at all like he used to. So, yeah, he maybe he should probably shouldn't even fight again. Robot Chicken Wings is saying, I'd love to see Trinalo K.O. Rude Boy and then Carl O'Connor. Well, now is better than ever, right? He's 44 years old. Why not try now? JSA saying, Ronson, not the same after getting usada I still think he has the knockout power. I just don't know if it's going to be enough to stop the wrestling that's likely coming his way from Joaquin Silva. Tristan Tate saying that this is Yulia bitch has no chance. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, Lajuan Dream saying, rude boy. I love it. Daniel saying, better Robocop his last few fights, but I think Tavares takes it. Yeah, I do lean Tavares early there. Problem kid saying there's a weird trend where all the guys who pop for roids come back and win their next fight or a second one. Interesting. I haven't noticed it myself. Tristan saying you're leaning G Rod over Tavares. I am leaning Tavares over G Rod. Pre tape. Robot chick Wing saying Tony should have took the rest of the year off after the Chandler fight. Bingo. Maybe that's why he was scared to get hit. Problem kid saying Tony came back too fast and he's too slow at 170. He's lucky he didn't get the leech. Yeah, Leach probably, after seeing that version of Tony Ferguson, the Leach probably puts his lights out. on Dream saying, Nate said to his boxing coach after the Tony fight, he was getting tired because he wasn't punching in camp and was straight wrestling. Wow. Crazy. All right, we got about two minutes left. I'm going to get out of here. Again, like I said earlier in the show, I'm going to do my best to look into Bellator because there are a couple lines that stick out to me. And uh, if I do get around doing the research, I will do a breakdown video of Bellator, but it won't be for the full card. It would just be the select few matchups that I decide to tape study. But if I don't, I can't. I I, I just, you know, I got a lot on my plate over the next uh, 48-ish hours or so. um, So I don't want to pump it out too late either, but I will try to get to it. Um remember later tonight in three hours, I'll be going live with Cody for propping you up over on the All-Star. Uh tomorrow, maybe two or three. Um, maybe two or three PM uh for the ultimate Wayne show. So check that out as well. Tristan Sherrow saying holiday tomorrow in Canada. Let's go. Is it a holiday tomorrow? What's tomorrow? Hmm. JSJ saying any guest coaches lined up. Um the the three three of the six coaches that are a part of the main event marathon will be back for UFC 280. Um, but what I'm trying to do for the ultimate win show is just get back to the cappers, man. Get back to the guys that you know know every single fighter. Cause it's great having a fighter or a coach on the show, but I feel like I'm robbing the viewers in terms of uh um robbing the viewers in terms of getting legitimate knowledge for every single matchup. Cause like when I have some of these coaches on, I'm the only guy talking about every single fight. And then they only have a couple things to add for like the last three or four fights of the card. So uh ultimate way and show I'm probably just gonna stick with guys that I know know the full card. Uh but the coaches made of a marathon that's where you're gonna be able to get some guest coaches to come on. was saying it's 420 tomorrow. And Daniel is saying UFC Eve true should be a holiday. Uh, Noah Allen saying Canada Day. <laughs> oh, Tristan saying it's the Indigenous Day, a new holiday from our main guy Trudeau. Uh, but that's not a that's not a um, uh, that is not a national holiday, right? Like it's not a statutory holiday. I think it's just one that's like observed by bank workers and government workers. Robot saying I'm not sleeping on Trinolo. I got Ruboy second round KO fighting hot chocolate. Ruboy is a big difference. Yeah, Rude Boy is much better than hot chocolate. Uh, JJ saying, not enough uh, OM on the channel. I got to get him back on. That's one guy I really enjoyed on the on the show. I'll see if I can get him back on. Uh, yeah, Lajor on Dream saying, it's up to all the businesses. If they're closing on, I got the day off tomorrow. Nice. Good shit. Every day is a day off over here. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Hopefully, you guys are able to tune in to prop you up tonight. Again, 8 p.m. Eastern over on the All-Star. Me and Cody going over the card from a props perspective. So, make sure you guys join us for that. All right. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. See you tonight or tomorrow for the Ultimate Wayne Show at 2 or 3 p.m. Eastern. So, peace out.